This is A Mind Controlled Life, a podcast for anxiety sufferers everywhere. Wake up each day feeling less and less anxious, but with more and more control with your host, Elaine Blidgen. Welcome, welcome, and welcome again to a Mind Controlled Life Analysis. I started and analysing some of my guests' uh, beliefs because, just for my own amusement, to be honest, I am absolutely fascinated by what makes you tick, what beliefs are hidden beneath the depth that we aren't usually privy to that makes you do what you do. And so when I was editing my latest interview with Coley Lane Boucher, which is the podcast before this, It's titled uh, The Power of Choice. Fascinating again. So I wanted to share some of those insights with you to help you get more control. Because you know what I'm going to talk about? This is about you waking up each day being less and less anxious, but with more and more control. More control over how you respond in your life. More control over what you will or will not do. What you can and maybe not cannot not do, but what you decide to do. And the way I'm helping you to do that is by giving you the insights that you will not find in a self-help book. You will not find by just chatting to your friend unless you know what you're looking for. So let's begin. Coley is a very, very busy and successful woman. She has two podcasts and she is a go-getter. She's very young. And yet, she started on her personal development journey years and years ago. And when I was thinking about that, I thought, well, she's very young. How did she even get into all of this? I started mine when I was at school, towards the end of my schooling life. And I bought my first book, Feel the Fear, and Do It Anyway. So, yes, yes, I started young too. Because I knew there was a need for me to feel different and be, and be different to the way I was whilst I was around people and when I was at that age. So it's, of course, now with self-help being not so weird and wonderful like it was when I was growing up, of course, Coley and other people are going to just get into that as early as they possibly can. So what did we learn? What did we learn? This is fascinating. When I was asking Coley about how and why she got into personal development, she spoke about delving deep into it and immersing herself into the personal development from a need just to consume more content, just to have something to do on her two-hour commute to and from work. She started off with a natural interest in psychology, much the same as me, in people, why they do what they do, how they do what they do. And to give her something to think about, she got into personal development and found that it was starting to influence how she saw things. And as you know, now everybody but everybody is on social media. And though I came to the gate, the game, (laughs) and though I came to the game very, very late because I was definitely a Luddite, it's is a place where it would be, I'd be hard-pressed to find anyone that who isn't on it, and I definitely wouldn't know anybody who's never heard of 
Facebook or Instagram or TikTok as it is now or another one, which I'm sure will be coming out after TikTok. And being online can be brutal. The build this person up and tear them down is rife even on YouTube. And some of the comments that I've read are harsh to say the least. But hey, this is the world where if you're not accountable, nobody's going to make you accountable for your actions. You can say and be how you truly want to be. And there are no reprisals. Uh-huh. So in order to be able to function well within that sphere, Coley noticed that the more self-helpy things that she read and, and developed, not developed, immersed herself into, the better she was feeling. And so it started to snowball. What is of particular interest is from our very brief talk, I was able to identify her success strategies or her success timeline, how she actually thinks through what she's going through. And I'm going to reveal some of that to you today. The first step was we all need a trigger. We all need that inciting incident. If you're into storytelling at all, you know that every good story starts with an inciting incident, which leads our protagonists off on their journey for their transformation. And with Coley, it was as simple as starting her business and needing to fill up her time of her commute. She already had an interest in people. And so it was natural for her to go down the personal development route. And so she did. Then she, the more she got into it, the more she wanted to get into it. So step one was to dive into personal development. Now, you know that I am absolutely on board with that. And I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, that you are too. So step one, dive into personal development and immerse yourself in it. The second key success strategy is to notice your habits and patterns. Now, typically, if we're into personal development, self-helpy things, we want to change something. We want to make something better. And I talk about awareness. If you are not aware that whenever you are around a certain person that you start to feel insecure and then you blurt out things that you don't want to blurt out or whatever that external manifestation of your insecurity is, then it's going to be hard for you to change it. It's going to be hard for you to stop it. So you need to notice your habits and your patterns. and. Coley Lane noticed hers. And then, after a while, you know the saying that if you keep doing what you've done before, then you're going to keep getting the same results. And that's a, what is it, something about madness? Or anyway, I can't remember the quote now. I'm sure it'll come back to me. Coley started to acknowledge that this is going to be the same as what it's always been. So every time she goes on social media, she reads these posts, she starts to feel not so good about herself. It starts to trigger other insecurities. And then she starts to feel worse about herself. And it's a vicious cycle. And after a while of having the same thing come up over and over again, she noticed that, ah, this is going to end up in the same place as all the other times. I need to do something different. So that's step three acknowledge that it's going to be the same. 
what's really interesting here, I mean, I know everything's interesting. What is interesting is that whenever you speak to a family member or a best friend, somebody that you, who's quite open with you, you will notice that whatever issues they have, usually with male-female relationships, it's the same issue that comes up over and over and over again, isn't it? It's the same, And you say the same thing over and over and over again, and it doesn't seem to penetrate. This is where you need to acknowledge that. So look for those patterns. Look for what always ends up in the same place. Step four. Once you can acknowledge that it's going to be the same, no matter how much you tell yourself, oh, it's different this time, or this is slightly different, it's going to be the same. Try something else and see if you get better results. This is what Coley does. This is why she has two successful podcasts and her business is going from strength to strength because she tries something else to see if she can get a different result. And of course, it's unlikely that the very first thing that you try is going to give you the result that you're looking for. So then you keep trying something else until you get the outcome that you're looking for. Step five, acknowledge your trigger. Now, this could be an earlier step because you know that if you're in that situation and you get triggered and then you start feeling the same way. But again, you need to acknowledge it. So it doesn't actually matter where this particular step goes, but you need to acknowledge your trigger. For Coley, we focused on social media. For me, it is mainly to do with, I would say social anxiety. Of all the anxieties that I had, mine would be social anxiety. Whenever I was around one person or a hundred people, I would have the same reaction. So notice what your triggers are. It's never just one. I wish it was. I wish it was. But when you start noticing the patterns, and again, there'll be more than one pattern, problem pattern, should we call it, then you know what you're looking for. You're looking for the problem patterns. You are going to notice those triggers. Now, the triggers can be what someone says. It can be how they say it. It can be what something looks like. It can be just the situation itself. It can be that you've not had a good sleep the night before. You've woken up in a mood and then things just get worse from there on. You've got to find out what those triggers are, yeah? And then step six is to get away from that trigger. Now, you can, as in this case with Coley, get up, shut your computer down, close out Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and whatever the latest thing is now. And she takes herself for a walk. And she made a point of saying that this is a priority, no matter where she is. Once she's been triggered, there is no point trying to change from within that space because it won't work. She has to first clear her head. Now, her strategy is to get up and physically remove herself and get into a place of calm. And... Those people that like the outdoors, those people that like to feel calm in that will feel calm being outdoors. I'm one of them. But if you can't, if you are in your office and there is no way that you can actually even get up and physically move yourself to the ladies or the, the gents, then 
you need to have some sort of internal way of giving yourself that space. And that's what I do. Because it's not always possible. When it is, it works great. But when it's not, you need to have something that you can say to yourself that gives you that same level of calm and clarity. So what's yours? Yeah, what's yours? Coley's was physically getting up. Mine is asking myself some therapeutic self-coaching questions. What's yours? And the last thing is noticing what you're getting from the things that you're doing. So you may notice that everything you're doing is working for you or something's not quite working, so you have to tweak it. And so those six stroke seven steps are Coley's success strategies that she very kindly shared with us all to help us to be in a place where she is now. And we've cut out years of trial and error. Thank you, Coley Lane. Thank you. So how would you use this? What is this really good for? One of the things that you could use is that if you, in the past or in your present life, actually, you say one thing, but you do another, and aren't we all like that, depending on the context? You can get clarity. Now, another fascinating thing about what Coley Lane was saying is that she found this clarity through yoga. And when she said it, I thought, oh my goodness. But of course, yoga helps you to be present and stops the rumination and all that thinking that goes on. And because we have to focus on our breathing, we have to focus on where our hands are, our legs are, our body is in time and space. And so that can have the effect of calming you right down. And she used the word mindfulness. And we all know that mindfulness is a way of being present and it can absolutely calm that inner turmoil and help you to see things in a clearer way. What is even more fascinating is that this was an accident. Coley Lane, like most of us know that yoga or getting into the outdoors or deep breathing has that effect on our body and our mind to help us calm calm us down. But what she found is that it started to help her to implement all of that information that she was consuming. Think of that. When, whenever we see anything about mindfulness, they don't ever say, actually, if you use mindfulness practice every day, it will help you to implement all of that information that is stored in your mind that is, yeah, good to know, but you're not actually doing anything with. So isn't that a powerful insight? Isn't that, isn't that so generous of Coley Lane to share that with us? That just by getting our mind to be calm, to calm and to be still, it can help us to find a way to implement. Because the only way that I am where I am now, that my clients are progressing to where they want to be, that Coley Lane is doing what she wants to do is because we can implement. It's not that we want to implement, we implement. Isn't, you know, like, wow. So it's effectively changed her mindset from a should. Now, this was another interesting thing. In NLP, they 
got me to, to see the power of particular words. And one of those words is should. Now, a should word is a rule-based word and is usually felt to be a negative on the recipient. So if I say to you, you should have picked those socks up, then you wouldn't have tripped. It feels like you're being admonished, doesn't it? You're being told off. So if you say to yourself, oh, I really should have said something, you're telling yourself off. Shoulds are rules. So let's just say you went to see somebody who, or even somebody me, and you said, well, I should have done this, and I really should have tidied up, and I really should have told my husband that I loved him, and I really should have told my girlfriend that she's the most wonderful thing since sliced bread, but I didn't because I was tired and irritable. These are rules. Now, these might be your own rules, or there might be rules imposed on you from society. Coley Lane was talking about the fact that she felt that she should exercise and do certain things in a certain way. Now, her focus in our little talk was about meditation and doing yoga. Well, I said the meditation, she was doing yoga, and it feels like it was a meditative yoga practice. But it could be anything. It could be that you should grow up, get a job, work for someone for 30, 40 years, and then leave with the the um, retirement package and retire, go for walks, and that's it. And just think about it. In the 1950s and 1960s, people, and before, obviously, that was how people thought their life should be. And if you were happy, it was because you had a car, you went on holiday once a year, and you went to work every day, and you retired on a small or large pension, and, and that was it. And you may have had time for a bit of fun in between that. Think about now. Think about now. That's absolutely changed because of the internet and social media. Now that, yes, you maybe should get a job, but no, I say that, no, 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 I don't mean that. I mean, you should work for a living, but maybe some people believe that they shouldn't, but that's another story. So let's just say you're now in this place of, right, well, I should be happy. I should work in a way that is makes me happy. I should earn the kind of money that would make me have the things that will give me pleasure and give me time to find those things that make me happy. Because there's a difference, isn't there? I personally wouldn't use the word should, but you can see where I'm going with this. If you now think, right, actually, do you know what? I need to implement all of these things that I have been learning. Your shoulds can help. It's just we don't tend to use it in a good way. So I would say drop the should and just talk about what you actually want. Now, Coley Lane went from needing a place to actually collect herself she did her yoga. It helped with her mindfulness. It helped her to start implementing the things that she was learning. And of course, once you start implementing, that then has a knock-on effect of that, well, I'll do a bit more, I'll do a bit more, and I'll do a bit more. And that can change your mindset because once you do something, you are going to be changed on the inside as well as the outside, yeah? So you need to think about whether you're implementing or not. And I'll leave you with 
the last message from Cody Lane and what she said. She said, why are we forcing ourselves to do what we don't want to do when we can choose a different path that we like better? Isn't that fantastic? Isn't it? We were just talking in the context of exercise and it didn't come out in the interview, but I'm going to assume that there was something about the way her day should go and she should maybe go for walks or maybe she should be biking 100 miles or I don't know. But think about that as a life message. Why are we forcing ourselves to do what we don't want to do when we can choose a different path that we like better? I think that is phenomenal. We can choose. And not only can we choose, we can choose a path that we like better. Now, I know that even though I've said that, and even though Cole Lane lives that, that is not easy to do. You have to have beliefs that set you up in a place that make it so that your choice is the right choice for you. Because if you've had any level of anxiety, one of the things that you will not have is the idea that the way you think in your decisions and your life choices is the right thing, is the right way. But we'll go into that at another time. The power of choice is something that I would like you to aspire to. This is one of the keys for your success. And Coley Lane has shared her success strategies with us very generously, I might add. And I've just unpacked it a little bit because, you know, this is my idea of fun, don't you? I love unpacking how people think and how they do what they do. And at the end of all of this, why should you even do this? Why should you listen to me? Why should you listen to Coralene Boucher? Because in her words, life is working so much better. I'll speak to you soon.